and welcome to Donna's Lit Podcast. It's me, your host, Donna. Thank you for joining me on my first episode. I am very excited to be here and a little nervous. (laughs) For me, this podcast is my journey to completing my first ever novel. I want to hold myself accountable and really commit to this effort and this is how it's happening. A little bit about me, I am also a co-host of the romance novel and movie review podcast Ravished with my sister Nick. On that podcast, I haven't been as vulnerable as I intend to be here, so I just want to share more about myself with you all so you know kind of where I'm starting from. Um, I'm from the Midwest originally, come from a huge family. Don't even ask the number of siblings. Trust me, you are not prepared. (laughs) And as an adult, um, I serve in the military. I've lived in Alaska, Colorado, DC, Texas, and even Kentucky. I have traveled with past presidents, vice presidents, worked with astronauts, and deployed to combat. But I'm also a mother trying to survive the grind of working full-time and having children who I desperately try to be present for. That's, you know, the hardest job in the whole entire world. Trying, though. I am... A lot of unique experiences wrapped into one little historical romance obsessed lady. My passion for reading books and specifically historical romance novels definitely dates back to my mother. Of course, always blame the mother, you know. She was constantly reading some seedy love story and eventually I became a third generation romantic just like her and her mother before her. I actually started writing a romance novel about 11 to 12 years ago, but my laptop at the time was destroyed while traveling, and so I lost it. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Well, fast forward a few years, like around 2014, I started writing my current novel. Yes, you heard that right. Nine years without finishing. (laughs) Yikes. Um, If procrastinator had a picture in the dictionary, it would have, it would have my face right there, you know? So that's embarrassing. My Girlfriend and I joke that we wouldn't be such procrastinators if we were not successful procrastinators. Like, we get the job done, but add so much pressure to ourselves by waiting until the deadline. You know, still making things happen, just almost always late with it. <laughs> um, this podcast really was an idea of my husband, credit to him, who... He knew I've been going through postpartum. I had a daughter earlier this year, and I'm really trying to get my identity back. It hasn't been the smoothest journey with job pressures. We relocated. Kids getting into daycare was difficult, to say the least. But thank God, as of last week, they're in daycare, both of them. But 
yeah he knows I've just been nursing this novel for way too long and hubby told me it's time get it done I appreciate that because it's true I need to get this off my chest why am I taking an entire decade to write this before jumping into this a lot of my girlfriends have been starting their own business changing their career paths and really taking chances and this this podcast finishing this novel is kind of out of my comfort zone but I'm still a little bit comfortable I'm not gonna lie um my girlfriends these ladies definitely keep me on top of my game and motivate me every single day when it comes to motherhood marriage career-wise all of those things um I'm so grateful for you all and I'm just gonna say your names because I can it's my podcast Angela Jesse Mary Alicia Veronica Pamela Nick Susie and Lindsay I am so fortunate I am surrounded by strong and resilient women who are brave and want me to do better they are all cheering for me you know none of us want to be stuck in the doldrums we're all trying to be the best versions of ourselves and so thank you moving on um I've also been listening to entrepreneur podcasts to be inspired aside from my guilty pleasure of true crime podcasts <laughs> in case you're wondering mostly I listen to my favorite murder wow it was my first podcast that I am addicted to literally and southern fried true crime I love her serious yet super southern accent love it keep it up um but from those entrepreneur podcasts I started listening to, I actually learned a few things and wanted to apply them. Specifically from the Young and Profiting podcast with Hala Taha. Um, if I want to achieve a goal for myself, I need to set a date. So here I am setting my date to finish my first novel. And as a reminder, I'm not starting from page one, word one. No, no, no. I am starting from 17 and a half chapters in, y'all. <laughs> my suspense, my due date, my accountable date to complete my novel is dun, 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 31 December 2023. I want to go into 2024 as a published author and as someone who completed something she set out for almost a decade ago. I want that for me. So what made me want to write? I love reading. Why write? I don't want to come across as a brat or rude, but as I got into Kindle so hard that so much money was going to ebooks every month because, oh, by the way, I used to be married to someone else and it unfortunately didn't work out. Or fortunately, I think fortunately for both of us, we're both doing way better. It didn't work out. Um, I was trying to escape my unhappiness, so I delved deep into a literal obsession <laughs> with romance novels 
that was my escape. I was single in my early to mid 20s and just moved to DC alone. I was scared to put myself out there and yikes, it's a big city to me at least. And I didn't want to be kidnapped. Okay. Yeah. Totally rational. I know. Sorry, but I'm a little person. I don't want to be kidnapped. Um, But I again became obsessed with reading these books. And after a few months, I just felt like I was reading the same books over and over and over again. (laughs) That was tiring and felt like wasteful because I would just stop reading the book. I know AI is like really kicking off right now, but it felt like a lot of people wrote some of these books I didn't end up finishing. They were using some sort of like algorithm or cheat sheet on how to write a Regency romance novel, which is my favorite type of romance novel, by the way. Love it. Love the era. Love. Um, But like there was zero effort. The stories were tired. They'd been done 50 other times at least and done much better. People just kind of wanted to put a little tiny effort into a book and publish it for a dollar a pop on Amazon. No shame in that game. But I was sick of it. Like I was be spending, you know, 10, 12 dollars on a book and not finish it. That was upsetting to say the least because I'm very frugal. <laughs> um sorry. Okay. That was my rant. I'll get off the soapbox. But sorry, I know that was harsh, but as a consumer, It was like the last straw. I was not entertained anymore in something I love so much. Historical romance novels. Don't take that away from me. That's my joy. And back then, I didn't have kids. I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have a lot going on, okay? Besides my job. Don't judge. But um, (laughs) I needed that. That was mine. It made me happy. So what did I do? I said, hey, I'm going to write my own damn romance book. (laughs) And now, nine years later, it still is not done. Shame on me for shaming those authors who actually published a book while I criticized on the sidelines. What a jerk, right? Well, that's how this novel started. That was my attitude. It has since changed. You know, with time comes knowledge or wisdom. I, sure. Anyways, my novel is, you guessed it, historical romance. (laughs) But not Regency. I just felt that was hard. Sorry. I didn't want to mess that up. Um, But this novel is about a young lady named Amelia Abigail Pierce. It takes place in the late 1800s Boston, Massachusetts, but mostly Savannah, Georgia. Amelia is a rich, shy young lady who is on the cusp of womanhood and totally falling in love and just trying to figure it out like all of us are, you know? 
Now, I did not want to write a book that had, you know, nitty gritty sex scenes and nakedness and this and that and touch and caress and blah, blah, blah. Because I can read those kind of books. I actually probably skim over those parts sometimes because it's like, whoa, too much. But I don't necessarily, I didn't want to write about those kind of scenes or situations. I just not that comfortable with it. And so, yeah, to me, I am a little reserved. Sorry if that's what you're looking for. It just isn't Donna. Yeah, I'm... I'm shy and reserved, kind of like Amelia, but um, I just couldn't see myself writing those scenes. They're so intimate to me and um, personal, so apologies, but that's not who I am. Um, I do plan on expanding, like I went into this book and creating these characters with purpose and I want to expand on Amelia's universe and making this probably a trilogy story with some of the background characters getting their own happy endings not that kind <laughs> but how about I finish my first first book in this planned trilogy first right so what I need to do now in my head at least, is go reread my novel so far and familiarize myself with it again. I think I stopped writing before so many times after trying to motivate myself to finish it because I kept getting stuck and I didn't know what ending I wanted for Amelia. I didn't think that far, I think. <laughs> I thought the words would just pour out onto the page and be magical and that did not happen <laughs> I can't keep waiting for that to happen you know you know ah so let me go do my homework thank you again for joining me this is kind of an abbreviated episode um and we're gonna dive into the novel and my writing in episode two I'm nervous and excited, like I said earlier, because trust me, I, I am my toughest critic and I'm shy and unsure and vulnerability is terrifying. Um, these are my words and my name on the book and I want people to enjoy it. I care about this book because I have put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, I took breaks, long breaks sometimes, but it's because I want it to be great. Not okay, not a book someone doesn't finish. I want this novel to be a book that is absolutely page turner. You wanna know what happens next and you end it smiling and happy. Like, dang, that was a great book. <laughs> I've had those feelings, so I know what it feels like. I want you to have that when you read my book. So again, thank you for being here with me and follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow, like, and subscribe for updates on Instagram at Donna's Lit Podcast. And remember, it's a great day to have a great day. Bye.